Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> So let's take a vote. And they're like, all ready for me to say, shall we? And I had like, so do we want to stop the game? And they're like, yes. And they all voted. And then they ran over the, we won. What's up, Deadhead crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I give you guys part two. That's right. Part two of my conversation with Lynn Smith. We talked about her favorite museums, both presidential and baseball, of course. And then she also tells me that one time that she was a uh, a little girl's uh, softball team. Uh, It was funny. It really was. I laughed. I I can't remember the last time I actually laughed this much in an interview. So uh, first of all, Lynn, thank you so much. I, I had an absolute bless and you guys gotta make sure you guys are following her. And then now, just to uh, uh, let you guys know, I got to pay the bills. You know how this goes. Uh, baseball barbecue. Okay. If you guys go on baseballbarbecue.com forward slash dad hat, a portion of that sale will go to yours truly. And what am I going to do with that money? That's right. You know it. I will probably buy more dad hats. But if you also, here's what I'll do. Okay. Here's what I'll do. I'll give you guys this code BBQ20. Off your first order, you'll get 20% off. Okay. BBQ20. All right. Now, now that that part's done, let's get back to the show. And guys, without further ado, I'll give you the episode. You know, I've always wanted to know this because, I, you know, you were talking with, with, with Anna and all that. But why is it that you ended up in Iowa? Well, I had been working in Denver at the University of Denver initially in their law school library and then got transferred, you know, transferred to their main undergraduate library. Mm-hmm. But all of my education and background was based on history and archival management. Interesting. I had gone out to lunch with a friend and noticed we had gone, she was looking for a job too. And I was like, well, office of personnel management, uh, they've got a bulletin board there. Let's go see what's, see what jobs are there for you. I was mainly helping her look for a job for herself and noticed this thing on the wall. I'm like, Oh, what's that? I should look into that. And went to had right after that gone to a conference and heard about this you know person saying well we're going to have a retirement and there'll be a position open at the Herbert Hoover Presidential Library I was like aha you don't have to tell me anymore right (laughs) oh I applied for the job and months later it takes a a long process sometimes with the federal to get a job Mm -hmm. especially coming from outside the government right and uh got the job and you know I'd be a damn fool not to take a job that was double my salary but I wasn't making well, a whole yeah. lot of money you know when you're making 
eight or nine dollars an hour it doesn't take much to want to oh i'll take a 30 dollar job right <laughs> or whatever it was i was like wow this is this is good <laughs> that's awesome go good for you you know oh. following your dreams following what you love and yeah everything all will fall into place after that right mm -hmm. that's awesome and let me ask you this obviously we know baseball is our number one sport. We love baseball all day, every day. But what other sport do you do you usually follow as well? Well, I've been kind of more interested the past couple of years following this new uh, Iowa Heartlanders hockey team in the ECHL. Mm -hmm. The I don't know what would be double A equivalent because there's a higher. Yeah, Iowa I think Wild it'll be considered like a double A. Yeah, yeah there's, the a, there's a higher one. The next level because the Heartlanders feed to the uh, Minnesota Wild mm -hmm. up in the Twin Cities. So, and it's convenient because it's just 10, 15 miles down the road. So even, you know, if I, if I don't usually buy tickets in advance because I never know if there's going to be a snowstorm or blizzard or icy roads and they're not going to drive anywhere if the ro roads are icy but yeah oh it's a nice day I'll go to the game and you know hop in my car and go zipping down the road and here I am there's so, <laughs> like yep I'm going like let's go and seeing some of the other teams there's the new Savannah ghost pirates correct league. yeah I love that logo. That, that is a cool logo for when it comes to hockey. Cars, there's that lime green and black. I was like, I need, I need some stuff from them. Yeah. <laughs> that is a cool one. I like, I do like that. They have that one. That one is pretty cool. The Savannah um, ghost pirates. That's, that's definitely a cool one. Yeah. I, you know, hockey does have some cool logos out there, right? Like, I mean, there's mm -hmm. not like baseball, right? Baseball. We will always love baseball, but there's some okay. cool ones, you know, the ghost yeah. pirates, uh, one of the old ones, the uh, Indie Fuel, right? You know, mm -hmm. Fort Wayne yeah. Comets. Yeah, the uh, I saw the Cincinnati. What were they? The um, Cyclones. Cyclones, yeah, with the kind of spinning yep. logo around the sea. Yeah, they saw them a couple weeks ago with some friends. The Norfolk Admirals. I mean, yeah. that one was cool. Uh, Marco, my buddy. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to you. He's you know works for them. Greet the Swamp Rabbit. That's a cool name yeah, just by itself, name. right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's some cool stuff out there. And I, I, you know, I'm glad that like, you know, uh, people are are paying attention now to more, more hockey, because I think it's, it's a very fun sport, very fast growing sport here yeah. in the U S and it's pretty cool. And I like, I like that people are, are enjoying it just like you are. Mm -hmm. And it's such a contrast, you know, baseball is kind of slow and relaxed and leisurely yeah. zoom, zoom, blam and slam into the walls and, and the hits are no joke. Yeah. It's very fast to watch. I love, I love a good fight, right? In a <laughs> hockey game. I know that I know this sounds yeah. really bad, but a good fight in hockey is always worth watching. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. awesome. All right. So have I not asked anything? I want to make sure that I've asked you all the questions, anything that you want to say that you want to, uh, another story or anything like that. Oh, I could tell you about the, my exploits as a minor league or as a little league coach. Yes. Let's do it. I talked about that in any of these here podcasts. Yes. In the early nineties, when I was working for the forest service up in Libby, Montana, I was tapped by my supervisor to coach her girls team it was right, mm -hmm. right before the season started, I guess the person they had lined up bailed out. 
Well, that's not cool. No. I was like, okay, well, I've never coached. I played softball. <laughs> so I, I'll give it a go. At least I know how to make, I know the fundamentals. Yeah. I may not be able to teach how exactly you hit or what exactly you do, but I get a concept of it and yep. encourage the girls to watch baseball on TV and all that. Well, I don't know if it was, I wasn't successful or most of the players were first time players. We only won one game in the whole season. <laughs> and we could have lost that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a rule. It's like, I think you went, I don't know, five, six, seven innings, a certain number of innings or one hour, whichever came first. Last. Oh, okay. We had the option, you know, if, if it's, You've only played 45 minutes. You've gone through five innings. You can go longer because you've got the time. Because it, yeah. you know, it's six o'clock, the game's over, the next team comes. But up until then, have at it. So the one game we won, we were the home team and we'd score a bunch and then they'd score more, but we'd come back and it was just nip and tuck, nip and tuck the whole way. And then finally we'd hit that time, we'd hit the we'd gone past the amount of Time, required yeah. innings to make a game but hadn't hit that time but then we hit the time and i'm like okay do we want to and they're like okay stop a second girls come into the dugout and let's talk a second do we want to play another inning yeah 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 this is fun we're yeah it was like but they're like no this is the last thing we need because if we play another inning they're going to score and we might not and we're going to yeah. lose and we've lost all the other games this year i don't want to blow it so I'm thinking back ahead, what can I say to these kids to say, we got to stop. I'm going to tell you, we have to, I don't want, I want it to be their decision. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I know you're having fun and this is great, but the way the, the way things work, if we stop, now, <laughs> we'll win the game. If we continue to play, we might not win. Yeah. So if we stop now, we'll win. No questions. So let's take a vote. And they're like, all ready for me to say, shall we? And I had like, so do we want to stop the game? And they're like, yes. And they all voted. And then they ran out of the We won! Because oh each team was given a little coupon for the local Dairy Queen. Oh, of course. To give to their teams. One, you know, just for one, pick any any given week. Yeah. And I decided to hold on to mine till a little later in the season. So it was like, I don't know, we played maybe 10 games and this was like week seven or something. But the week I had decided to give them treat the coupon for the treats was the one we won. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, you got to get your coupons. So they ran back and I gave them the coupons and they all ran home. They're all happy. And it's like, Oh good. Thank God. They decided not to play anymore. <laughs> At least you got to win as a coach. I That's all that matters. And the next year, the next summer I was shopping downtown one Saturday and a gal on the team's like, Hey, Lynn, Guess what? Our team hasn't lost yet this year. I'm like, well, good. So <laughs> maybe I they didn't win, but I instilled greatness in them somehow. I don't. You know what? At least they're they're enjoying it. They went right. Back Winning is it's good year. and everything, but at least they had fun, and that's what matters. Right. right? I got that age. 
yeah. you know, uh, uh, hopefully one of my one of these days, my daughter will play the game. Mm -hmm. um, if she doesn't, that's fine. I think she's more into ballet and gymnastics now than right. I'll be a I'll be a gymnast, you know, dad there. You know, I'll be rooting for my daughter. But as long as they have fun, as long as they enjoy right. it, that's all that matters, really. That's what I wanted to, you know, understand enough of the game that you don't, you know, hit the ball and run the wrong way. Go mm -hmm. first base is to the right. Everything is in to the left. Yep. But just have fun, learn sportsmanship. There was a, a chant that the uh, some other teams would try out against us. Like, was it beat them, beat them, bust them, bust them, come on team, readjust them. Oh, wow. It's, like, it's not nasty. But it's not nice. Yeah, especially and, at that age. Yeah, like they're fourth, third, fourth, fifth grade in that age range. It's like, okay, I've I've heard vulgar cheer, more worse things. Yeah, right. We've all heard them, and we probably sat them in high school or some drunken drunken moment at a baseball game or some other sport. But mm -hmm. I didn't want my gals to be doing that. And it's like, now, do you like how, you know, how does that make you feel? Do you, do you like that being cheered at you? Yeah. No. Well, then we shouldn't do it back to them. Mm -hmm. Let's be, let's be the adult, even though we're kids right now. Even we, though the adults we weren't being adults in that other team. Road. Yeah. We don't have to bend to their level of cutesy poo little rhymes. True. That's very true. And it's, it happens more often than not nowadays. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is disappointing, you know? Yeah. So, um, I have a, a question for you before I go okay. into my famous, not so famous questions, which one is your most uh, out of uh, the, the museums that you've been to? Cause I'm sure you've been to, you know, one or two, that's it. No, uh -huh. no more than that. What was the most memorable one for you? Of like the presidential museums or any one, the presidential museums and then two uh, sports related museums. Okay. Uh, probably the presidential libraries and museums I've been to either the Lincoln mm -hmm. because they tell the story really interesting and they had little notes where, you know, books, suggestions of books to read. If you mm -hmm. want more information about this and I've never seen a museum with a bibliography in it. Nice. So that was cool. And I, as maybe because as an Illinois native, I have a little partiality to Lincoln, but the LBJ was pretty interesting cool because it was also it was as much about President Johnson as a museum of the 1960s and the culture and Johnson, what was going yeah. on, what was going on in the U.S. at that time. So it wasn't just rah, rah, president. Mm, interesting. They've, they've done some renovating since I've been there. So that might be a little different, but. Mm -hmm. Those two kind of stick out. In terms of sports, I would say the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. That's an awesome museum. That's incredible. There's even, you know, my mom and I were in Kansas City years ago for a Veterans of Foreign Wars and had some, you know, time to time to get away. Let's go do something and let's go, let's go there. I think you'll like it. I know mom, mom wasn't really much into sports. But let's go anyway. And yeah. she thought that was one of her favorite. She was really glad that we skipped out of the meetings and you know, it was like that we carved out that free time. So it was like, you know, you have an hour of free time or you can blow off the rest of the afternoon. You have the whole afternoon. So we decided just might take an hour. Take it all. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Off we went, had some barbecue and 
There and we go. Down at uh, probably Arthur Bryant's just down the road and went to the Negro Leagues base music, Baseball Museum and then the adjoining uh, Jazz Museum. Was nice. Really nice. A nice package, two, two for one, a neat package. And then there's a really neat, probably, I would guess, fairly little known museum just down the block from Coors Field that's a baseball museum really? with all kinds of uh, uniforms and posters and bats and hats and uh, kind of, I guess, a baseball memorabilia collection uh, just down a block or two from Coors Field. Yeah. Nice. That's really neat. Um, when my wife and I were dating, um, we took a weekend to um, uh, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. she's a Steelers fan and I'm, I'm a Browns fan, but we were there to go watch a pirates game. And first of all, one of the most, most beautiful ballparks out there is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'd Pins like to see that. Yeah. You, you, I'm telling you, I want to see all the, I want to see all the ballparks. I'm about halfway. There's a couple I need to redo because I saw Turner field, not the new one. I got you. I saw globe life field, not the new Rangers stadium. So they got some do overs, but you yeah, you'll definitely love this one. But um, there was a uh, Clemente Museum there. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like it's, it's this little museum. You know, you'll see it and it's right there. And let me tell you, it was one of the most coolest. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, a childhood hero of mine. Right. right? Yeah. And. Uh, to see some of the memorabilia that he wore, right? Some of the stuff that he was wearing there. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most coolest museums. I recommend it to everybody that uh, they yeah. should definitely take a look at it and you could go because you'll like it. It gave me, it still to this day gives me chills to think about yeah. that. There's a neat collection of uniforms and stuff, memorabilia and all at the trop. Yeah. Really? Tampa. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. Yeah, exactly. definitely. I tucked away in the basement. I was so th enthralled with that. I missed getting back up time to, to the ray tank. So I didn't get to see the, the actual float, the swimming, the rays. Yeah. But I was like, well, I've seen rays, rays just not at a ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, that's another one of those need to do over just because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I like that. Like, okay, we'll go to a city and okay, we'll watch the game there and everything. But like, what else is out there, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. embrace something that's different, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so like a museum in, in Tampa, why not? You know, mm -hmm. and Parks I've or seen something. it yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Are you ready, my friend? Okay. Okay. You already know how this practicing. goes. I'll, I will see what happens. I know, All right. I know Tell the me. first one. I think. Yep. <laughs> you, you already know the first one. Um, that's the easy one. Tell me. What's your food and drink of choice when you go to a ballpark? Well, I my default is a local beer and a broad with yes. mustard, mustard and kraut. But if there's something unusual, like some local thing, mm -hmm. then I'll probably try that. Okay. So anything local. So if if, if, if it looks yeah. interesting enough, something local, mm -hmm. you would try that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, you mentioned brats. You know, obviously, uh, I want to know, are you a ketchup and mustard kind of person on a hot dog? Tend to be. Yeah, but that's I'm, what I'm talking I, about. I'm not afraid to, to go all only mustard and do the Chicago style dog. 
there's nothing wrong with that. I've had the Chicago dog. I've had, you know, Carolina dog, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's nothing absolutely wrong with just doing, but I think it's, you know, yeah. it's something different. You know, I like it. Yeah. The slaw dogs that you get in Alabama. Really? Dog with coleslaw on it. See, yeah. that's why they do it here. In the Birmingham and places like that. Yeah. Here in North Carolina, same thing. thing. It is. There's nothing wrong with coleslaw. Absolutely yeah. nothing wrong. Okay. Um, let me see. Would you rather go to the beach or the mountain? Hmm. It's in the winter. Definitely the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Right now when it's like 30 degrees or low and you're like, we're going to the beach. beach. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, that's true. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Again, in July, I'll go to the mountains. (laughs) (laughs) I can I can use some more hiking. If I, I try, it's hard to hike in the beach. You, you kind of sink in the sand. You'll get a good workout though. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, okay. What was your favorite cereal as a kid? Um, Quisp. Quisp. No, okay. Tell me about it's that a, one. It's a Quaker Oats. Uh, Kind of like kicks cereal, okay. Little okay. Balls, only more flattened, mashed out, sort of like a saucer. Because the Quisp character was this little Martian dude with a propeller head. Nice box. Okay, I like it. I like it. And they All didn't right. get soggy. Uh, that's the problem with a lot of cereal nowadays. Mm-hmm. You gotta Quisp, eat it right away because it yeah, gets soggy Quisp so didn't quick. Get soggy. It's a lot of chemicals in that, wasn't it? We're not going to find out. I don't want to know. Well, maybe in the 70s, they were different chemicals they can't have now. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Okay. If you could work at a zoo, which animal do you want to work with? Dolphins. Elephants? Dolphins. Oh, dolphins. I'm like, okay. I like it. Dolphins are nice too, but yeah. Very smart animal. Hanging out with Flipper. That was Very, when, kids, when I was a kid, my favorite TV show, Flipper, the dolphin show. Are you reading my note cards? No. <laughs> that was my next one. Your what? favorite TV show growing up. The Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> and Star Trek when I was a little older. Star Trek. Oh, was, love Star like, Trek. You know, five or six years old, it was, it was Flipper. I'm, I'm 41 and I still love Star Trek. I still love Star Wars. I don't care. I'll, I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> All right. I also liked, uh, what was that? Speed Racer. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cartoon. Yeah, I remember Japanese that. Animated cartoon. That was, a, I wanted the Mach 5. Oh, who didn't at that point, right? Mm-hmm. You, Everybody wanted to be fast at that point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lynn, which animal do you think is the biggest party animal? I think a kookaburra. A homo, homo what? A kookaburra? A kookaburra. Okay. It's an Australian bird with a hilarious kind of weird bird call. I love it. Okay, so Google Google that one. I'm going to. It's gonna happen. Sound effect in your final show. You know what? It's gonna happen on this episode. I'm gonna put that sound as the introductory sound instead of the music. It's gonna be that sound starting the the episode. What the hell? What in the actual world is going on? Yeah, if it wasn't a kookaburra, it would be a laughing hyena. 
Oh my God. Laughing. You know, hyena. That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that is a, that's an interesting sound there for sure. Um, okay. The U S is not an option. If you were to retire somewhere else besides the United States, where would it be? Hmm. You can't decide if I want to go somewhere warm and tropical or. Uh, well, I'm going to pick tropical all day long. Yeah. Maybe we'll go back to Australia, hang out with the kookaburra. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. That's one. That's on my bucket list to go, go to Australia, watch an Australia baseball team uh, game going on. That's I what I would love. Learn any language, just a few other things, you know, like if I went to Germany or something, I'd have to. You spend a lot of time learning German. (laughs) That's true. That is true. I take a low hanging fruit. Just don't make me drive on the wrong side of the road. I'll take a cab. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, that's what they tell us, right? That we're driving on the wrong side. Yeah. Somebody's wrong. And I don't know. (laughs) Right. Who who Uh, invented the car first? We'll call dibs. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, Okay. So what do you do when you're bored? Uh, read a book. Nice. What book are you reading right now? I'm reading a couple different books. One of them is about this kind of a photo book that I got for Christmas of. Oh, you know what you did? Yeah. You, you, we talked about, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I, I obviously, you know, I put mine on, on, uh, on Twitter, but I'm also because I do a lot of running. Mm-hmm. I am listening to the book of Ori, the the first uh, black high NHL player who oh, played for yeah. the uh, okay. the Bruins. Yeah, it is a really good book so far. So highly recommend it. So it was really good. So, all right, one more question here for you. Um, okay, if you could be any fictional character, any movie, TV show, whatever. Who would it be? Any fictional character. Maybe Wonder Woman. There you go. You you want to fly the, the invisible plane, fly don't the you? Plane, yeah. That's a that's you listen. Really fast and loop troop, you know, do that truth. Lasso. The lasso? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Lynn, I had an absolute blast talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Um where can people find you on social media? I'm on Twitter and Instagram under I A S K I H E H O. And I'll put that on the on the notes. Don't you worry. Yeah, and I have a Facebook page, but that's more just friends and not so much baseball exploits, but just you know. I get it. yeah. Yeah, because I I started tw- you know I got into Twitter for just because yeah. And I wasn't really expecting, I was just more like, and I follow and occasionally like, like something or have a random tweet, but I, I didn't know it was just over time. I've kind of find, find baseball people and we found each other and then the whole Twitter community is sort of growing and it's, it's cool. fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's do a lot of more, fun. Do some um, more greets and. Yep. It, it, I've, I've truly enjoyed, um, meeting people on on twitter like you right like i mean we've had so much fun um and and it's been one of the it's been a highlight of you know like 2021 22 all of that and and it's been yeah you're right it could be it can definitely be used for positive 
Right. And meeting people in person, you know, this past oh, yeah. summer I met, I met Donnie and his wife at in Columbia and they came to Chicago and we hooked up for a game there. Uh, it was the end of the season. I went to some White Sox games, met up with uh, Kelly and Christina Great and people, the baseball mapper guys, Patrick yep. and Corey. It, you know, we did, you know, consecutive days. I went to two games. So I saw uh, Kelly and Christina, the night game. And then the next day, uh, Patrick and Corey. I don't know who Patrick and Corey are. I don't know yeah. those guys. They seem like a bunch of jerks. The baseball mapper people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny i i hadn't quite made in my head anyway the connection that you know donnie would be posting games some fireflies and some like other places mm-hmm. so one the night we met at the game in columbia he posts a picture oh rain it's raining and i was like wait a minute i'm at that game <laughs> it was like you're looking at third base and i'm looking it was like so i answered you know i put a reply where are you? I'm here too. And put a picture from like the others. Cause he was on the third base side. And I was on the first base side. And I was like, I'm here. You're here. Cause we're both sitting here looking at the same tarp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just waiting, hanging out. Right. And then uh, about a you know, few nights later, I was at a Lexington uh, blowfish game Yep. and he popped in to say hi. And we visited for a while. And when he was leaving a guy hit a, whole, a foul ball. And oh. it went back out and he got the foul ball as he was walking to his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Hey, I wonder if, you know, it was going that way. It was going in the direction he was going. So yeah. See, and that's again, and then that's why this is all about. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Led. You know, you, you are living the life, You're just going to these games, enjoying meeting people. You're doing it the right way. Yeah. Again, Lynn, thank you so much. Uh, we will definitely keep time. it. To, yeah, it's it really is a, a bunch of fun time. Like, I mean, I've, I've had a blast. I don't think I've laughed this hard in a while for, you know, doing uh, a podcast. So thank you so much for that. All righty. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Lynn. Now, make sure you guys are following her, okay? Put the info on the show notes so that way you guys can go ahead and do so. I also put the link to the Baseball Barbecue. Again, www.baseballbarbecue.com forward slash dad hat. And I also put the code for you guys there. I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, And then before I go, got to give you guys the joke of the episode. So here it is. How do baseball players stay friends? They touch base every once in a while. All right, all right, I see myself out. And guys, until then, keep on grinding and always Super Tomato Leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. 
I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean, and I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series, and in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com. <laughs>